We'd like to give a content warning and advise our listeners that today's story covers sex crime allegations, including discussions of rape. This may be uncomfortable or triggering for some. If this isn't the time for you to listen, please take care of yourself. So, Arisha, I gotta say, it's hard to not feel let down by our favorite celeb sometimes. Yeah, it really hurts. And I'm honestly feeling really let down by actor Chris Noth right now. Yep. Sex and the City's Mr. Big himself. Yeah, he's been accused of sexual assault. And I gotta say, the stories are awful. Yeah, they're they're horrible. And now he's got to face the music. I mean, he could get canceled forever for this one. Yeah. Goodbye, Mr. Big. Turns out you're a big creep. Yep. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. Today is Friday, December 17th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like you're just failing? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life feeling like I'm failing. It's appropriate though, because failure in all its forms is the whole point of my new podcast, Fail Better. I'm joining forces with Lemonada Media to explore the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. As someone who has experienced my own set of personal and professional defeats, I've always been intrigued by how those failures influenced my journey, sometimes for the better. And I know I'm not alone in those wonderings. So each week I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, thinkers, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalyst for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/wondery and use code Wondery for twenty percent off your first purchase. Give me that! Give me that hot gosh. Can someone please, for the love of God, not massively disappoint us for once? Like it's honestly <sighs> just. An endless bummer. And our latest fail comes from Mr. Big himself, Chris Noth, the law and order and a good wife actor who's best known for playing Carrie's love interest on Sex and the City is in the headlines today. But this time it's in the role of a sexual predator. 
Yeah. So two women have come forward to share their extremely devastating stories and accuse mm-hmm. Chris of sexual assault. Right now, we only know these women by pseudonyms, but apparently they both approached the Hollywood reporter to give their accounts of what happened with Chris. And according to THR's article that details the allegations, they approached the publication separately months apart mm-hmm. and they don't know each other. Yeah. These incidents reportedly happened in L.A. in 2004 and then in New York in 2015. Yeah. And so the cycle begins. We know when someone comes forward with allegations years after the incident, Mm -hmm. the first question people usually ask is, why now? And according to The Hollywood Reporter, both women say the recent flood of media surrounding HBO Max's Sex and the City reboot and just like that stirred some pretty painful memories of their Mm -hmm. experiences with Chris. Yeah. And we know for survivors of assault, it can be incredibly difficult to share your story Mm -hmm. at any point in time. But considering the high profile person this involves, it's got to be so hard to open yourself up. Yeah. So one of the women tells The Hollywood Reporter that seeing that he was reprising his role in Sex and the City set off something in me. For so many years, I buried it. But she says she decided it was time to try to go public with who he is. Mm -hmm. And the other woman actually works in the entertainment industry and says that she's afraid of repercussions if her identity is known. Which I think is really important to note because mm-hmm. a lot of the comments I've seen are like, well, they just want the spotlight. They just are right. trying to get attention. And it's like, but they're not. They don't want to be known. Yeah. And that's really important to note for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, And these allegations are very graphic. They're very difficult mm-hmm. to hear. And so we're not going to retell all the details. But according to both women's accounts, these are definitely accusations of rape. So one of the women who's being called Zoe in the Hollywood Reporter article says she first met Chris in 2004 when she moved to L.A. She was working at this entry-level job for a high-profile firm where Chris and a lot of other celebrities would regularly have business. So at first, Zoe says that Chris would flirt with her at her desk, but then it got a little bit strange. She says, he somehow got my number from the directory and was leaving messages on my work phone. My boss was like, Mr. Biggs leaving messages on your voicemail. Yeah, and she also says she didn't find it alarming at first because this was peak sex in the city. He was like a god to us. But then Chris apparently invited her to come to the pool at his apartment building in West Hollywood, and she went. And while she was there, probably thinking she was having a really fun time with an A-list actor, what a cool experience, Mm -hmm. he asked her to bring a book to his apartment that he'd left out by the pool. And once she was inside his actual apartment, he assaulted her. And the thing is, she had a friend with her. She had a friend who lived in the building. Her friend lived there, yeah. You know, that's another thing. A lot of people are like, well, women have to be careful. Well, what would she have done? You know, like she brought a friend with her. Yeah. It's like sometimes you just can't prepare for everything. Also, I it's the narrative. I get it. I understand why it exists. But it also needs to be, hey, men, don't assault women. Like why? It's always on us. And it's so Mm -hmm. unfair. Agree. So the other woman who came forward is being referred to as Lily by The Hollywood Reporter. She met Chris at a New York nightclub in 2015. The club is now gone, but at the time she was a VIP server. And she says she was a fan of Chris and that she was truly starstruck and flattered when she met him. So Lily claims it was obvious to her that Chris was for sure hitting on her. She also said, I knew he was married, which is shameful of me to admit. Which is fair of her to say, but also he shouldn't be hitting on women while he's married. Right. That's yep. 
also another step that should be taken. Mm-hmm. So apparently Chris asked her to go out to Il Cantanori for dinner, which was featured in a Sex in the City episode. And mm-hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess this wasn't the first time he's tried this move. Nope. He's ruining Carrie's 35th birthday location. Yeah. So when she arrived at the restaurant, the kitchen had already been closed, which, again, I'm sure he knew. Mm -hmm. And they drank wine at the bar. And Lily says she did get pretty drunk. Yep. And Chris invited her back to his apartment, which was around the corner, suggesting that they sample some whiskey together. But when they got there, she says that he assaulted her. And Mm -hmm. again, we don't want to get into the horrible details, but her account of the incident is very clearly rape. Mm hmm. Apparently, she also pointed out to Chris that he's married and has a child. And he responded with a creepy line that only a creep would use, saying, marriage is a sham. Monogamy is not real. Which is like, then why are you married? Then don't get married. Right. That... So since these two women have come out with their stories, actor and writer Zoe Lister-Jones has also spoken out. She accuses Chris of being drunk and sexually inappropriate on the set of a Law & Order Criminal Intent episode that she guest starred in. And just to be clear, this is not the same Zoe from the Hollywood Reporter article. Um, So Zoe's accusations against Chris came in a long Instagram post on Thursday. She wrote... Last week, my friend asked me how I felt about Mr. Big's death on and just like that. And I said, honestly, I felt relieved. Mm. Obviously, she's referring to the death of Noth's character on and just mm. like that. And she continues by saying, he asked why. And I told him it was because I couldn't separate the actor from the man. And the man is a sexual predator. Yeah. So back in the early 2000s, Zoe was working at a club in New York that Chris owned And she writes, on the few occasions he showed up at the venue, he was consistently sexually inappropriate with a fellow female promoter. And like we said, Zoe had a role on an episode of Law & Order Criminal Intent back in 2005, and she shared an interrogation scene with Chris. And she says that he had a 22-ounce beer under the table that he would drink between takes. She also claims that in one take, he got really close to her, sniffed her neck, and whispered, you smell good. That's so weird. Yeah. Zoe says, my experiences are small in comparison to the accounts of assault that have so bravely been shared today. But navigating predation at any level is a burden all women have to bear. Yeah, so true. But also, why are none of the directors or anyone being like, hey, maybe don't drink beer during the shoot? Like, yeah, come on. I just I mean, it's changing, but. Not fast enough. Not fast enough. Yeah. So since these women have come forward, Chris and his team have, of course, denied the allegations. Right. He released a statement to The Hollywood Reporter saying, The accusations against me made by individuals I met years, even decades ago, are categorically false. These stories could have been from 30 years ago or 30 days ago. No always means no. That is a line I did not cross. The encounters were consensual. He also says... It's difficult not to question the timing of these stories coming out. I don't know for certain why they are surfacing now, but I do know this. I did not assault these women. Which, I mean, what else is he going to say? I mean, yeah. We're never going to have someone that's like, yep, that's me. I'm a rapist. (laughs) Right. So the statement obviously isn't really cutting it. Mr. Big is already facing some huge backlash Mm -hmm. from these allegations like... Peloton pulling that Big is Alive ad that Chris did with him where he played his character Big from Sex and the City. Yeah. Peloton removed the ad from all of their social media channels yesterday. And they also released a statement saying every single sexual assault accusation must be taken seriously. 
We were unaware of these allegations when we featured Chris Noth in our response to HBO's reboot. As we seek to learn more, we have stopped promoting this video and archive-related social media posts. And Ryan Reynolds, whose maximum effort marketing firm had a lot to do with the ad being made, and also did voiceover at the very end of it, also deleted any trace of the ad Mm. on his social media. But so far, we have not heard from any of the Sex and the City or And Just Like That cast or creators. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to probably develop in the coming weeks. I feel like they've got to say something. I mean, they have to. They're going to curate something, definitely. Yeah. So, Big, the character is dead. Is Chris Noth, at least his career, dead too? Or do you think people are just going to move past this? <sighs> this is like, unfortunately, becoming the age-old question in I this know. industry. Um, and I don't know what the formula is because some people do end up losing their careers and some people mm-hmm. don't. So people like Marilyn Manson are still out there making music. Right. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, at the very least, I hope that this is just another step towards changing the culture, changing mm-hmm. the way that this kind of thing goes unchecked for so long. Because yeah. it's awful. I know. I mean, we got to just let people tell their stories and yeah, hopefully they continue to speak up because I think it's yeah. really important. And yeah. I know that it's hard. They need the space to do that yeah. without all the backlash. Yes. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Sifrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. If you like our show, please give us a five-star rating and a review and be sure to tell your friends. Please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. Our amazing theme song is by Gems. Michaela Myers is our senior producer and Joshua J. Ha Chang is our associate producer. Steve Macer is our story editor and Sam Ada is our sound engineer. Executive producers are Tina Rubio and Marsha Louie for Wondery. Have a great weekend, Richies. See you Monday. If you like Rich and Daily, you can listen to every episode ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.